Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Day check, everybody. It is Wednesday. It is officially hump day. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation, Holly Roberts, and I are here with you. It's hump day. It is hump day, but you didn't even know it because it's been a weird week because of the holiday. But yes. It is Wednesday today. Uh-huh. I say that because I thought it was Thursday earlier. True story. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. Um, but you know, uh, another person who's probably having quite a long week, Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about her a lot. And the thing about it is this is a, this situation uh, regarding Britney Spears and the team that manages her conservatorship has been incredibly fluid over the last week. Yes. Since she spoke out at her own conservatorship hearing, let's just take really quick roll. We've learned that Bessemer Trust has separated, parted ways with her. Yeah, they were like, look, we haven't even started <laughs> ruling over Britney Spears' finances, but we're jumping ship. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Not going to. Yeah, not not going to. Not going to. And then yesterday we learned Larry Rudolph, her longtime um, manager, was stepping away. Yeah, he was like, not going to do it. Not going to do it. I haven't even talked to her in two and a half years, and now I've learned that she wants to retire. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> now we've got another one to add to the roster. Uh, and that would be Sam Ingham. Now, this broke yesterday during our show. We didn't know about it until after. Um, but Sam Ingham, the uh, court-appointed attorney acting on behalf of Britney Spears, is saying, deuces, I'm super out of here. This smells. This stinks. Now, he's got a different... I mean, he. I think there's a little bit of like wanting to step back from the stench of whatever's going on with the Britney Spears conservatorship. Mm-hmm. But there's also... There's also uh, some, he's he's sort of um, disputing some of the claims that she made about him in her testimony. Mm-hmm. For example, she said, she told the judge, I didn't know I could file a petition to dissolve the conservatorship. Yeah. And he's saying, no, you did know that. I told you that. And so he's feeling a little bit, or he is using that as some of the reasoning why he's choosing to step back sure i'm very curious about that like the timing of all of this yeah like i don't know i also don't know that she really i don't know i there i have a lot of questions and we, we will never know the answers we don't have that we don't have that no um but but anyway so that's like the big update today more people tiptoeing back from the stench of the uh, britney spears conservatorship in the wake of her very pointed allegations about the way that she, as a person, as a human being, has been treated and managed over the past decade. Yes. 
So people are stepping back. They're like, "Woo!" Now I did read a little gossip calling yesterday on the Instagram account Dumois. We follow that. You I love follow it. that. Yep. I follow that. Y'all should follow it. It's a hot celebrity gossip uh, Instagram account. Well, one of the things, allegedly, supposedly, one of the reasons that all of these people are stepping away from Britney Spears and her conservatorship is that there's going to be a Netflix documentary about Britney Spears. Right. That contains explosive allegations against all these people who are participating in Britney Spears's conservatorship. They noted that Larry Rudolph, Britney Spears's manager, stepping away because there are going to be some spicy allegations against him. Apparently, the trailer is all ready to go. We don't know when Netflix is going to drop this documentary, mm. but we are going to be learning some things, Colleen. We are going to be learning some things that I think are going to take us through the looking glass. And some of these people are not going to be looking good. Okay, so I want to just really quickly uh, touch on that because we talked about that Netflix documentary after Framing Britney Spears was released. And we knew that that Netflix was working on something. Yeah. I wouldn't say that Framing Britney Spears included anything explosive, but it certainly did reframe, no pun intended, who Britney Spears is and how she has been managed and treated um, not, since before the conservatorship. Yeah. It, give you, it gave you, it was sort of like um, putting it all together in one place yeah. so that you could sift through it and really see how we created, we being sort of the fans mm-hmm. and the machine society. of Hollywood and society created Britney Spears as a brand and and what that did to her as a person. Yeah, it was a primer. It was definitely framing Britney Spears, which you can go and watch on Hulu, Mm -hmm. putting the story into context. Right. Giving you reference to be like, hmm, where was where were we as a culture in time and space? Where was Britney Spears as an individual in time and space? There's enough time and space between those moments that we can be reflective on that. Right. And and it was, like you said, a good primer. And then she did the testimony at her own conservatorship hearing. Then we had the Ronan Farrow piece in The New Yorker, which we talked about just yesterday. And next, and it's almost like you couldn't have planned this better. And then... And then... <laughs> We're going to have this Netflix documentary. And what you're telling me is it sounds like we're going to have new information or at least it's going to be assembled and distributed in a different way about some of these people that have been very close to the conservatorship that might make them look real smelly. Yeah. Like they've got the stench on them. Stinky. Stinky. Now, there's one person, though, who's like, I'm fine. I'll marinate in the stench. I'm fine. Fine. That would be Jody Montgomery. Now, she issued a statement yesterday confirming her plans, those plans being to continue to support Britney in her role as personal conservator. That's what Jody Montgomery is doing right now. And she said that is unless Britney states that she wants Jody out of the role. So this coming on the heels, Larry Rudolph, Sam Ingham leaving, and Jamie Spears, Britney Spears' dad, actually picked Jody Montgomery to replace him as temporary conservator of her person. So she is the woman that took the place of her father as conservator of her person okay so i just want to like for people who are like i you're saying so many words i don't understand i i I do think it's important because i don't know that everybody realizes this and so we're gonna draw the picture for you um because you might be thinking but what about what's bessemer trust Uh right they just left last week what is that and why 
and who's Jody Montgomery and what what does everybody have to do? So Britney Spears conservatorship is a sort of a, a tripod where she's sort of the focal point, but there is a conservator of her finances mm-hmm. and then there's a conservator of her person. Yes. Jody Montgomery is acting as the conservator of her person. That basically means like her day to day choices about how she cares for herself, what she does, where she goes. Um, those kinds of Britney Spears as an individual. Yes. As a human being, her personal choices. That's what Jody Montgomery is there to uh, help manage. Then there's the conservatorship of her finances. And that's what Bessemer Trust was supposed to be involved in. But at the helm of that is Jamie Spears. Mm -hmm. And he now stepped away as the conservatorship of her person and put Jody Montgomery in charge, but he still has his dirty, filthy mitts in her, uh, in her finances. Yes. Now this is the part that I find to be the most interesting because this is getting real messy, real fast. I know. So messy. And is anybody thinking about, I mean, this is, won't somebody think about Brittany, but I mean it. Yeah. Because in in this sort of um, flurry of activity, I don't know that anybody has put time, attention, or energy toward how how are we going to if this is going to be disassembled or reassembled, how is that going to look, mm-hmm. and how are we keeping Brittany at the center of that? Now, I don't know that anybody's ever asked any of those questions because it is clear from what Brittany said at her own hearing, she's not been consulted no as a human being no and you know one of the things one of the takeaways one of the big takeaways from that new yorker article over the weekend was how britney spears has been blocked time and time again from exercising any kind of personal autonomy and that is one of the functions of the conservatorship right so where does where does that leave an individual who has been blocked at every turn trying to manage their own life actually trying to get a hold of an attorney, trying to do something when this, if, when the conservatorship is over, then how are the systems being set up that will empower her to make choices that she actually wants good decisions, bad decisions, odd decision, any decision, any decision, right? You know, the, the idea of free will and autonomy over self gives you permission and gives you the ability to make decisions Regardless of good or bad. bad. Exactly. Yeah, that's the piece that concerns me, because what we're seeing right now is just kind of a big old hairy mess. Yeah. And it's confusing. You know, you touched on the point, Colleen. You know, there's Britney Spears, the individual. There's Britney Spears, the business entity. There's Britney Spears, the performer. You take the it, it, Britney Spears. What do these words actually mean? And they mean a lot of different things. Yes. And it's confusing. It is. And, you know, one of the things I think about um is I think everybody wants to hear Britney from Britney, mm-hmm. which we sort of heard in her testimony. And I think about down the road at some point, it if if slash when hopefully um, things get sorted out in a way that is productive for Britney, if she were to ever do an interview, I, I wonder what that would sound like. And the reason I'm asking that is because when you go back and watch Framing Britney Spears, you see snippets from interviews in the past. Uh, I think there's one with Oprah, maybe, where she's crying. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a person who's been taught to not trust anybody anymore and certainly not trust the media because they have an ability to 
tell the story in a skewed way that doesn't, again, put her at the center of it. Yeah, you might have been talking about that interview that Britney Spears did with Matt Lauer. That's what it was. Thank and her you. her eyelash is coming yes. off and she's crying. Yes. And the way that Matt Lauer is interrogating Britney Spears about her personal choices. Yes. Woof. It's terrible. And, yeah. and so, you know, we all, I think... Uh, have a have a curiosity about how this will end, how it will wrap up, and who she'll be on the other side of it. And I don't know that we will ever be uh, satisfied with hearing or seeing that story from her. Yeah. Because I don't know that she trusts anybody. This is pure speculation. Oh, yeah. I just can't imagine that that we're going to ever have sort of a satisfactory, everything's tied up, in a bow ending to this story. Well, we got to be comfortable with that because ultimately it's Britney Spears's decision on how she wants right. to handle that. Right. And so if we're saying free Britney, if that is what we're saying, yeah, then we have to be okay with what that looks like. And that, do- and that means she doesn't owe us anything. That's right. Ooh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is coming in. She's bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. My talk dirt alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese has joined us, and with her, she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Right on time, 1220. Mm -hmm. Very nice to be with you guys. And also you. Some sad news about the death of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s dad, Robert Downey Sr., Passed away at the age of 85. So sad. And, you know, it's interesting because Holly uh, reported this in in the update. And um, I was like, oh, I don't know that I realized that Robert Downey Sr. was an actor or somebody that I knew. And then I went and looked him up and I was like, oh. I know. Mm -hmm. You know a lot. So he's been battling Parkinson's for more than five years. He died in his sleep at the age of 85 um, at his New York City home, which I think is, you know, a way that many of us hope that we will pass, right, right? at home, mm-hmm. in our sleep. I'm always like, please let me die in my sleep if right. I'm going to die. I don't want to know. Please let me die I have in to tell sleep. you something. You are going to die at some point. Elizabeth. I definitely okay. am. And I am okay so with that. I didn't that. know if you knew. <laughs> but I want it to just be like a quick and painless yes. situation. Right. Right. Like once she was there and then she was not. And then she was gone. Then she was gone. Uh, but 85 years old, really a successful career and um you know kind of interesting to think about like the dynamic between him and robert downey jr and then when you think about all of the things that robert downey jr went through well he's been through a whole lot Uh, yeah mm -hmm. a whole lot and Mm -hmm. how that must all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey Stephen diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Must have been 
as a father for any father, but I right. think particularly if you're like in the same field as your son and then your son gets into that business and then kind of implodes. Yes. But then, you know, was able to really, he turned come, it around. Turn I mean, around. he really did yeah. come out on the other side. There's another person that probably should have been questioned right? for a conservatorship, but never was right. Right. Mm, right. Mm, but maybe. he really reinvented himself yeah. and kind of came through, um, Against, I, I, I hate to say against odds, but for sure, when, when it comes to Hollywood and being a young star in Hollywood, it is kind of against. Yeah, odds. I think in the throes of self-destructive right. addiction, I mean, there's that is against the odds. It's a real difficult thing to come back from. It's true. It's a, I'm sorry, Holly made a Phil Collins reference, and I, my heart loved it, oh, and I'm I had so to. Yeah. I just had to acknowledge it. It's really nice, <laughs> Holly. I love Phil Collins. You know Colleen's love language. It's so true. I do. Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Yeah, that's really nice. Prince William and uh, Prince Harry have turned a new page after their royal feud. Oh, boy. Okay, who's saying that? Yeah, where where are these narratives coming from? Us Weekly, and I give you the source because I know that that is important. Yes, it's Us Weekly, so do with that information what you Mm -hmm. will. Is always what I say. Yes. Uh, but this source saying that William and Harry spent the morning before the Diana statue unveiling, looking through old keepsakes and notes from Diana and bonding. Oh. Mm. That so they have turned a new page well, in their relationship. Well, that is kind of sweet. And have started the healing. I suppose if anything was going to bring them back together, it would be their mom. Well, it seems like, yeah, that's, oh, it's so hard. It's so complicated. I know we talk about this all the time. Well, it's family. It's complicated. It is. That's the thing is you have to remember that they're not only a family, but they're also a business. Right. Um, And they're also, you know, a public, they're public figures. And Mm -hmm. so to juggle all of that together and also kind of sift through the grief of losing their mom in the way that they lost their mom. Right. And knowing you know, kind of all that goes along with the pressures of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not to me. It's just not a surprise that they've had such a difficult time. I totally agree. Yeah, I mm-hmm. completely agree. And there's always a dynamic shift when new people are brought into the family and kind of how that, you know, right when you get married and when you kind of bring someone else in. And, and that's in every family, every yes. single right? family. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to blend all of that and, you know, figure out who you're going to be in the relationship with them. And I'm telling you that, you know, on, you know, in terms of uh, Kate, Duchess Kate, she sort of like seamlessly entered that because she was always going to be queen one day. Yes. Yeah. But Meghan Markle is a different situation. Mm -hmm. You know, she was she's never going to be queen. Right. And so their relationship sort of operates a little bit differently. And that's where it gets Mm -hmm. dicey. Yeah, it doesn't. And I mean, listen, I know people with family businesses. Everybody knows people with family businesses. If you ask them if there have been arguments within their family because it's a business. A thousand percent. They're all going to say yes. Oh, man. The trailer for season three of Succession just (laughs) dropped yesterday. Hey, now, Holly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of family, toxic family businesses. Yeah. Go and watch it. HBO. Oh, I haven't watched that. I'm going to. Uh, My husband Mm -hmm. said to me last night, so he watched, we watched half of the first season together and then he went on without me. I, I let him do it so he wasn't cheating. Is it scripted or is it a like a reality? Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's scripted. super scripted okay, and very so. dramatic. And it's by all accounts like so amazing. And he just said to me, we need to go back and watch the first two seasons yeah, together so we can be ready for three. It's oh, I'm excited about this. Succession. Yeah. Yes, Succession on HBO. It's familial melodrama. It's why these narratives in the press about the British royal family mm-hmm. are so compelling because it is familial melodrama. Yeah. Except that these are actually really people. People who, who are actually living this. Who are living this, yes. Oh, I yeah. love it.
I got to watch that show. Paris Hilton talked about Britney Spears on her new podcast episode. It's called This Is Paris is her podcast. And um, the new episode just came out this week. And what was interesting is that Paris was talking about the comments that Britney Spears made about Paris Hilton during her conservatorship testimony. I'm actually glad you're bringing this up because I've wondered what the fallout from that was. So here's what... Brittany kind of said this. She said the Paris Hilton story on what they did to her at that school. I didn't believe any of that either. I'm sorry. I'm an outsider and maybe I'm wrong. And that's why I didn't want to say any of this to anybody in the public. People would make fun of me or laugh at me and say she's lying. She's got everything. She's Britney Spears. So Paris Hilton is responding to that. And she said she this is what Paris said. She understood what Britney meant. Which Good. was when she saw it, Good. she couldn't even believe it. Good. Mm-hmm. So this is what Paris was kind of saying. What Brittany, what she believes Brittany was meaning was um, that what she said was when people hear that, they're like, oh, it's Britney Spears or, oh, it's Paris Hilton. Right. They have these perfect lives. Who is going to believe them? And she, so what Brittany was saying, this is, these are Paris's words. I didn't even believe Paris. Who's going to believe me? Mm-hmm. I am so, I am like mm-hmm. relieved to hear that that was Paris's gracious response to that right mm-hmm. because i that's how i interpreted it as well yeah and um i'm just glad because i think paris hilton has always been a supporter of britney yes and certainly is now I, they used to have a friendship mm-hmm. um so this to me feels very genuine and like paris is helping us understand better why britney why we didn't hear from britney mm-hmm. for so long yeah and and um and, and really kind of like what that a cycle of abuse looks like mm-hmm. in keeping you silent. It's yeah. so interesting. Paris Hilton, I, I kind of want to listen to this podcast because she Me said, too. I will always support and love Britney. And I've been saying hashtag free Britney for a long time. And I will keep saying it until she is free. I love that. Nice, so, Paris. Oh, I'm going to go back and listen to that, too. Me, too. I'm interested. Thanks, Elizabeth, friends. thank you so much for those uh, that lovely dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us in a segment. We call it Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley show My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here and we're alone. And that's why it's going to be funny because we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries. And when I say we, I mean me, because Holly's going to deliver the mysteries in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, I'm going solo. <laughs> Super nervous. Well, you are all by yourself, Colleen, because look, it's technically we are in the midst of a holiday week in the summer because it's the 4th of July week and a Mm -hmm. lot of folks are taking vacation. And we tried to wrangle some people in to play blind items with us, but we got stood up by Donna Valentine. We love you. We love you, Donna. That you had to be places and other people had to be places, but we are here. We're here. Oh, look, here's the thing. Colleen Brad did a blind item session solo okay, last good. week. Okay, he did so. It so, and he did just fine. Okay. The thing about it is, like, when you ha- when you're stumbling, it's nice to rely on somebody else. But you know what? I'm I, I I can do it. I can do it. I'm a big girl. Let's do it. That's right. You're gonna get this one right away. I okay. know you are, Colleen. Okay. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. This foreign-born A minus list comic actress got what she wanted from her rich boyfriend and then dumped him. Ooh. It wasn't the best look. Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's an interesting twist on the story. Now, we thought it was sort of like a contractual um, breakup, 
But it sounds like she got what she needed and then was like, deuces. From Jacob P. Bush. Mm-hmm. So Rebel Wilson got what she wanted from Jacob P. Bush and then dumped him. And it wasn't the best That look. is, you know what? Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Now, I just want to like dissect that for our wonderful listeners who know that we peeped them out as a publicationship from the word go. Uh, Rebel Wilson and Jacob P. Bush. And we wondered all along because... Part of the hallmark of a publationship is both people gain from it. Yeah. And she was getting a lot of attention and she was even doing some shilling for some of his side projects, like his ice cream business, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But notice in a good publationship, when that publationship ends, the zombie publationship lives on. See Emilio Vitolo Jr. Yeah. He is still getting headlines uh, after breaking up with Katie Holmes. Meanwhile, I have not heard hide nor hair from Jacob P. Bush. No, and that it, I think that illustrates the level of thirst, and and that this blind right. item alluding to the fact that Rebel Wilson was wanted the, to get hers. Yeah, wanted to get hers, and was thirsty. Well, now I'm over at Jacob P. Bush's Instagram account, and it seems like he's having his own uh, summer of health by posing without his shirt on. Well, you know. And uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, and he's also friends with an owl, and he oh, also gosh. is shilling well his ice cream from last December. Yeah. So I don't even know if we can get Jacob P. Bush's ice cream, and you know I don't either. But he also does not post very often anymore. No, now, so that's ma- interesting. So maybe he was just tired of it. Maybe it was. Here's here's a, a a narrative and a story that I'm making up in my mind that sounds really wonderful. Now, if this blind item is true, and it is Rebel Wilson who was the one who was driving the thirstiness, being around her was like, oh, okay, she's posting and doing things all the time. I'm going to meet this thirst level where she's at, and I'm going to get wrapped up in that. Now that she dumped me, I don't want to do that anymore. Okay, but can I? I need to say something because I just saw this. There's a the most recent picture that he's posted is from one week ago. It's him shirtless and with tufts of armpit hair. Mm-hmm. Open up that picture, Holly. Okay, hold on a second. What is the first comment you see? Tufts of hair. Tufts. You see it, right? It's the most recent picture. Okay. Jeez. Oh, okay, what do you see? Rebel Wilson. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. From one week ago. Stop it. And then, of course, the first comment is, this makes me hopeful that you guys are back. I'm tired. I am exhausted, too, especially because... puffy. There's allergies right now. it's bad, you guys. But I'm telling you, he has posted probably in the last 20 weeks, one, two, three, four pictures. And this most recent picture, she has commented on. Thirsty. Oh, Somebody but, get those to a Gatorade. Yeah, please. Come on. We're going to talk about more thirsty Instagram comments Ooh. later in the show, but we don't have time for that Mm-mm. right now. Blinded by the idol. We will have time for that at 1.45 this afternoon. Good tease. Yeah, in case you need to quench your own thirst by <laughs> listening to us quench the thirst of other of people. Others. Here's another one. This former A-list actress says she's in a brand, she is a brand new person. But she still talks to the same people from the same cult. Ooh, former A-list actress. Says she's a brand new person. Okay, is the cult... Is the cult Scientology? Okay. Is the cult... The royal family? 
It's not even 45. Sorry. Is it a real? Is it a is it a cult that we know about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it the Nexium cult? Is it It's not Allison what's her foot? What's her name? Mac? Yes. Mac. It is. Okay. It is. Yeah. I don't a minus list actress. Former A minus list. Okay. Yeah. Well, she was on Smallville for a hot second. Mm. So Allison Max says she's a brand new person, but she still talks to people in Nexium. Don't believe the hype. How? Oh, I, that somebody deprogram her. Mm-hmm. Like stat, mm-hmm. please. Because you're not doing yourself any favors. No. Just walk away. Oh, and you have the opportunity to walk away yes. while you're serving time in yes. prison. That's a real good way to make a clean cut. Yes. Yeah. Another one? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Celebrity Gossip Mysteries. Colleen, you're doing a fantastic job. thank you. Fantastic job. Try this one. Okay. This A-plus list director who sometimes acts has a guy who sells him a thing. Lizard venom he ingests to keep his weight down. He's always fluctuating and finds this helps him control his weight. Wow. A plus list director who sometimes acts. Mm-hmm. That's throwing me off. Um, this person has appeared. He does a lot of small roles in his own movies. And I think he has done a couple roles in other people's movies. But he's much more noted as a writer, director, filmmaker. I don't know why I keep thinking Seth Rogen, but that's not. No. Right. Mm-hmm. He and does parts in his own movies. He does. Oh, pa- yeah. Kevin Smith. No. Oh. Although, good guess. I thought so, too. That is a good guess. <laughs> okay. That was, I, that I was really banking on that. But I don't know if Kevin Smith would be considered A-plus in the mind okay, of Okay, that's a lawyer. good point. Although okay. he is A-plus to certain... To us. To, f- to fans. To right? us. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, right, not no. Kevin Smith then. No. Um, this person... Hmm. They were in the news this week because they bought a movie theater. Um, I don't even know about this. Yeah, so they bought a movie theater in L.A. Okay. Uh, this guy is... It, that is not surprising. Okay. Knowing this A-plus list director. He likes movies. He likes history of movies. Hi. The last time he had a movie. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I had to look it up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I looked it up. That's fine. It's fine. Ooh, Google. this does actually. This feels right. So Quentin Tarantino has a guy who sells him a thing, which is lizard venom he ingests to keep his weight down because Quentin Tarantino's weight fluctuated, and he finds this helps him control his weight. I just really. My immediate question <laughs> is like, who tried that first? Oh, sure. And then how did he arrive at that? And then how do you make yourself do that? I mean, isn't that the question of humanity? Don't Always. you just like I, look at things and you're like, oh, when I was a kid, I would be like, who came up with the idea to stuff paper full of dried tobacco and then light it on fire and suck it in to your yeah. lungs. Who decided to eat bee excrement because it tasted good? Right? Like, who dipped their finger in and a honeycomb like, mm, and was that's like, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could do something with that. Yeah. Who tapped trees and took the runoff and put it on their pancakes? Man, we could, we could go I on. could do this all day. What do we got? Let's do another one. <laughs> We can have those thoughts. Just think about it, though. Uh Think about it the next time that you have maple syrup on your pancakes. It's true.
Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list host producer model crashed and burned in her last business endeavor and took millions of investor dollars with her. But sure, everyone should just jump on her latest business. Okay, this is Tyra Banks. Oh, totally, yeah. Tyra Banks. Okay. I'm I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just going to say some stuff right now. Please. She had, and I don't know what this, oh, fill in the blank actually first. And okay. then I want to know what the latest business is. Uh, so Tyra Banks crashed and burned in her last business endeavor and took millions of investor dollars with her. But, you know, sure, everyone should jump on her latest business, which is Smize Cream. Remember, she talked about this at some point during the pandemic, that she was launching her own ice cream shop and she was calling it Smize Cream. Yes! Oh, my gosh. And this is in Santa Monica, California. This was also the location of her model experiential thing that didn't launch because no. of COVID. Right. Wasn't it called Model Land or something? It was called Model yeah. Land. And so the ice cream shop opened last Friday. And uh, so you can buy Tyra Banks ice cream. Can I just give you... One of them is called Chocolate Barbecue. Okay. No, thank you. So Tyra Banks at one point had a um, a cosmetic business that was a multi-level marketing, a direct sales mm-hmm. business. Yeah, I remember that. Right? And I actually had some of those products and I liked them. They were fine. But this is, again, like, it's important to remember that she probably didn't have a lab where she was developing these things. Oh, sure. This was one of those things where she attached her name to something. Well, this is a lot of celebrity business yeah. ventures. It's like, look, I have the name and I can push this product out and I'm going to team up with a development team who has the product. Yeah, this is just kind of tale as old as time. And then she turned it into a multi-level marketing. I mean, that's sort of the, the direction she went with it. Yeah. And it, that thing shut down so fast. It was like here and gone in a moment. It'd be interesting to talk to people who were actually involved on the business level of that oh, yeah. and how they felt about it. Yeah. Smice cream nationwide shipping available now. No thanks. We don't want to try it. I don't know. I I don't know. I, let me just tell you the chocolate barbecue, the picture of the chocolate barbecue which I don't why has a ball of rice on top of it. I'm like you're not selling me anything here. No thank you. Okay, cool. When we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh I think those are supposed to be sprinkles. Oh, (laughs) right. But doesn't it look like rice? Okay, Colin. Thanks. Uh, When we come (laughs) back. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Think about the stuff that comes out of trees. (laughs) Let's go back to that. Who thought of freezing milk? And making it ice cream. Uh, let's talk about uh, a big day we're celebrating. Did you know that it is the birthday of one of our favorite publicationships that we haven't heard a whole lot from? Oh my gosh, happy birthday! Happy birthday to Shamila after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. 
Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And uh, we have a big happy birthday to sing to a relationship. I mean a publationship. And it's a publationship we call Shamila. Yeah, because they're two years old. Oh, my gosh. It has gone so fast. It really has. Two years ago, where were we without Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello mm. hooking up after recording their hit song, Senorita? Now, I listen, color me completely wrong here. I don't that's not a saying, but I thought that this would go the way of the dinosaur pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we were going to see them, you know, straddling each other in public and making out and doing oh, yeah. weird zombie walks. And then it was just going to, like, fizzle and we'd be done. Well, yeah, and they'd be singing Senorita and dry humping each other on the MTV right. Video Music Awards. <laughs> ha ha, okay. But um, but this you. thing has stood the test of time. It has. For two years, we've been following this publicationship, but they've been mostly quiet. Um, they, we had some early pandemic zombie pub or not zombie pub walks, zombie walks with their dogs right. and their cups of coffee yes. in Miami. And then we I mean, we just there hasn't been a lot of substance coming out of them. Well, guess what? They're celebrating their second anniversary and they're doing it with basically a fireworks explosion of photographs of the two of them in the Caribbean Spending their two-year anniversary together. They're doing a little lady in the tramp with some watermelon. Yeah, there's a selfie of the two of them making out. Yeah, it's 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 typical. It's like what you expect. It's the the usual um, Shamila performance. But my first my very first question was, okay, okay, we're ramping up. What are we so thirsty about? What are we what are we promoting right now? Sure, because you don't. Lady in the Tramp watermelon. For nothing. For nothing. That is. If a publation ship ladied in the Tramp watermelon <laughs> and nobody saw it, what would it even mean exactly? Anyways? Well, yeah, you're you're totally right. Your spidey senses are tingling, Colleen. There absolutely is a reason why we need to pay attention to Camila Cabello. Okay, so you revealed the reason to me because I was gone when this happened. Oh, yeah. So while you were away, Colleen, blissfully unaware of popular culture... The first teaser trailer for Camila Cabello's cinematic debut dropped online for Cinderella. Oh. She is in the starring role in this movie. Now, we've been talking about this movie on the Colleen and Bradley show for quite some time, notably in our blind item mm-hmm. section, because Anti Lawyer says this one is a stinker and Sony didn't know what to do with it. So they're like, you know what? It's a pandemic. We're going to sell this to Amazon. Just go go about your business. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to premiere on Amazon. Uh, and the teaser trailer came out, and you instructed me to watch it. I did. You know, when we listened to it on the air, okay. we only had the audio experience on that. But, Colleen, can you please describe for everyone listening your gut reaction to this trailer for Cinderella starring Camila Cabello? So my first gut reaction was, oh, why did they choose that audio of her singing? Because she's a good singer. Yes. The audio that they use in this trailer... It sounds like she's pushing something out of her body. Mm-hmm. We don't know how it's or where. It's not her best work. Yeah. And that made me sad because I thought, okay, because this is a musical. Yes. If there's anything that I know Camila Cabello will do well, it'll be the singing part. Oh, sure. And they managed to find the least flattering snippet. And if that's... Th- 
something tells me that that was their best work, then we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. The other thing I noticed is they so clearly are trying to hide her acting. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's not very acty in the trailer. No. And that's kind of what the rumor is, is that she's not very acty in general. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. You know, tale as old as time. A studio took a chance on a pop sensation big in the music world. We're like, well, let's see if she can act. And now Sony perhaps has found the answer. Yeah. And the answer might be TBD. I have a question about that choice. Yes. Like, in what world, I suppose Hollywood, I mean, I suppose I know the answer to this, but, but but like, in what world do you spend that kind of money on a question mark? Right? Like, in what world do you say, we would like to develop this film. There's a hot pop star. Let's see if she can act. To me, it feels like start with community theater. And I'm that's not me saying anything ill about community theater. I'm just saying if no you dis. give her some moments to, to work on it yeah. before you blow all that money on that. They probably think now I'm doing the Hollywood math. Thank Hollywood you. accounting for you, Colleen. They're assuming that Camila Cabello is a big enough star that there are enough fans of Camila Cabello out there that they're going to get their butts in the seat and that they will be able to make a profit on this, whether or not... It won't matter if she's a good actress. It doesn't matter if she's a good actress Mm. or not. It doesn't even matter if the movie is good or not. Quite frankly, they're just like, can we get enough fans into this and engaging with this project? Now... Sony maybe made that gamble and then they slowly realize, well, oh, that wasn't a good gamble. Yeah, you know, pandemic and this isn't the way that we thought it was going to turn out. So why don't we just give it to a streaming service and then at least we can make some of the money back guaranteed? Oh, well, you know, they would have done better to push Billy Porter as a major part of that film. Oh, yeah. Because he would have he would have been enough draw for people. You know, and maybe they will in future trailers. We shall see. Good point. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's the question. What is the redundant phrase that drives you up a wall? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this.